Hi, welcome to Life Camera Author. I'm Jim Juno, and this is the podcast where we talk with authors who write books about movies, Hollywood, television, music, and entertainment in general. And I have with me tonight a very special guest. Her name is Annie Zaleski. Hope I pronounced that right, Annie. And the book is called Pink, Raise Your Glass, if I get my hand off the title there. <laughs> and you can see it on the t- over there. Um, let me go ahead and I'm going to do a, a pin your because I'm going to go ahead and pin your your uh, video so people don't have to look at me all the game all the time. But um, welcome to Life Camera Author, Andy. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, Pink. <clears throat> you know, I had not realized. That she has been around as long as she has. Um, I always, you know, I always associate her with. Um, well, my, I know I, I I knew her when she first came out, but I didn't realize it's been what about twenty five years now, hasn't it? Time travels very very quickly. You're right, and, <laughs> <laughs> and she just seems like one of those pop artists that's just always been there because she's so successful and has been at the top of the charts for so long it's you almost take her for granted a little bit yeah i'm and you know what amazes me is that she comes from very humble roots doesn't she she does she grew up kind of you know outside philadelphia um you know with parents um you know who were basically they were not in the entertainment business they just kind of had normal jobs and it was very you know very low-key um you know you when you talk about you know she wasn't from new york she wasn't from la she was definitely kind of you know she made her way um you know first in philadelphia clubs and then kind of caught the notice of people so yeah not not necessarily your usual route to stardom but it doesn't surprise me that she was a gymnast (laughs) <laughs> look at exactly you know looking at her her stage presence now you know she she never quite lost that flexibility she never quite lost that fearlessness in terms of uh be, being up very high and i'm very afraid of heights so i always admire uh her for doing everything she does i mean yeah tell me how did you how did you uh get interested in uh alicia moore otherwise known as pink you know, very early on, um, so I happened to be in college when she first came out. And so her music was- Hang on, your voice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, so I first uh, learned about Pink um, right when from her first album. Um, I was in college at the time and her music was everywhere. You know, I watched MTV and I watched TRL and her music was just all over the place. And, um, you know, and on the radio and at parties. And so she was always kind of, you know, she was like one of those artists that was sort of, you know, with like NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears. She was just kind of a vibrant pop artist that was kind of uh, the same as that whole crew. Her first, uh, now I I know her from the time that she had, um, let's get this party started. Yes. Because I have, I have, my kids were around that age and they discovered her. Um but she had some hits before then, didn't she? 
She did. She had a couple ones. And, you know, Get This Party Started, that was like, I think her, you know, massive breakthrough hit. But um, she had a song called um, There You Go, which was kind of more R&B influenced. Um, also, Most Girls and You Make Me Sick. Those were all, both from, all from her first record, um, which was kind of a very different sound for her. Um, you know, she started off you know, as a teenager, um, you know, before she was kind of a solo artist, she was in an R&B group, a uh, girl group. And so that was more in line with that. But she also had a big hit with Lady Marmalade, uh, a, a single oh, yeah. from the Moulin Rouge soundtrack with Christina Aguilera, Lil' Kim and Maya. So, um, you know, she kind of made her name for herself as this sort of, you know, really over the top singer um, before Get This Party Started or Get The Party Started, actually. Yeah, I remember everybody tried to pigeonhole her when she first came out. And it seemed like, it seemed like every time I saw her on TV, they only wanted to talk about her hair. <laughs> exactly. Because uh, she had pink hair. And, you know, no one at that point, you know, it was still, I think, kind of, you know, weird and, um, you know, out there to have dyed hair. You know, I think everybody has dyed hair now, but <laughs> it was definitely a choice back then. Yeah, that was that must have been around 2001, 2000, or something like that. Yep. And you know, and she has lived her life in the public eye. I mean, she's made no bones about it. But you never see her going out to parties and getting drunk or anything like that. I mean, yeah, you see some of these rock stars, and who shall remain nameless, female rock stars who may, <laughs> who um, and actually Pink has sung about them. You know, but she doesn't, her herself, She she's a rather um, down-to-earth person, isn't she? You know, I think, you know, from reading interviews with her, I think she got her partying kind of out of her system, um, you know, in the early days. And this was really before, you know, social media was a huge thing. So I think if she did kind of do any party and it was sort of out of the public eye, it wasn't necessarily, you know, all over Instagram or all over or things like that. Um, but then also, you know, met Carrie Hart, who was a uh, been her husband. Um, she met him very early on as well. And, you know, they were kind of, they were kind of on and off for a while, but they really settled down. And so, you know, she, you know, started having, you know, she had a family, she started having kids. And so she was really balancing family life and her career pretty early on before I think a lot of other pop stars uh, tend to tend to do. Yeah, and she's uh, and she's actually was in the news just a few days ago when someone at her concert. I don't know if you read about that or not, but they threw ashes of their parents up on stage. They did, and they gave her a wheel of cheese. It was the same concert. It was very, very, you know, uh, you know, she inspires that kind of loyalty and fans. Um, mm -hmm. You know, although I, I'm not, you know, it was it was a little <laughs> much kind of putting that on someone to put. Uh, you know, their mom's ashes on stage. But, you know, I think she handled it kind of like a pro because she was like, this is so absurd. You know, how do I even react to this? How do I, how do I react to that? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, she's all, I mean, she, uh, she has not made any bones about her life. I mean, she's had her ups and downs. Uh, Carrie Hart, as you said, you know, she was married to him. Uh, did I get that name right? Carrie Hart? Yeah. Carrie Hart. And, they separated for a while because uh, he was uh, he was rather he was catting around on her, as we say in the south. Um, you know, and and she wrote about it. She wrote about it in the song uh, called um, "I'm I'm a Rock" or "So What." So yeah. What was it? And um, I remember her being on the Today Show, 
And I always like to catch her on the Today Show because her and Matt Lauer seem to have a seem to have had some chemistry between them. You know, <laughs> I did not realize that I was I I did not have a I I was working a day job at that point and I wasn't able to actually watch the Today Show. So that's very funny. I did not realize that. Yeah, she he was he would always uh, say things to her like and you always she, he always could make her giggle, which I thought was kind of wild yeah. because uh, you know and um, and. But he was. They would talk about Carrie and uh, that she was singing. So what? And she would point right at Carrie Hart when she was singing "You're a Tool," uh, you know. <laughs> uh, but she doesn't shy away from. She doesn't shy away from not from controversy, but from speaking her mind. And I think that's exactly, um, you know, her ability to be vulnerable and also speak her mind and sort of, you know, verbalize a lot of things that maybe people are thinking or maybe people have gone through and say it in such a way that's very no holds barred and very, um, you know, in your face and very honest. I think that's one of the main reasons she's become such a huge pop star because, you know, people, people can relate to her. You know, you mentioned she was very down to earth. The things she's singing about are very much like what, you know, people who aren't celebrities in the public eye go through a lot. So I think you see that's one major reason why. And she's good at it. You know, she's really good at kind of distilling that anger and that frustration and that disappointment and that sadness all at once as well. You know, she kind of recognizes that things are complex. It's not just, you know, a black and white sort of situation if you're having trouble with a spouse or if you're trying to figure out where you want to go in life. Um, you know, her songs are very complex. Or a song like Stupid Girls, yeah. who, uh, you know, I mean, she basically says, you know, she tries to say that, you know, you can be more than just a Barbie doll. Yeah. And, you know, in that song, I know that she she received a lot of criticism for that. And I think in after she put it out, I think she walked it back a little bit and she was like, oh, you know, maybe I should have, you know, toned that down a little bit. <laughs> um, you know, but that song was released in such a different time too. Um, you know, pops people forget, I think, in the 2000s that. You know, there was a little bit more, you know, rivalry between pop stars and there's still rivalries now, but they were a lot more pronounced and they were a lot more public. And it was, um, you know, a much different time in terms of, you know, how celebrities acted in the public eye as well. I think people are a little bit nicer now, depending on, you know, they, they watch what they say a little bit more because, you know, like we talked about, you say something and it's on all over social media and, you know, the next day, if not, you know, within minutes of you saying something. So you have to be a little more careful. One thing that struck me about your book and reading—I mean, I had as much fun looking at the photos oh, good. as I did reading it. You know, and uh, I mean, I mean, there was—I mean, this was one of my favorite ones right here, where it's like in the center, so I don't let people. Well, it's where she's—is she shaving her husband, isn't she? She is. And, you know, and uh, but, you know, I, that's also sort of that vulnerability when you think about her, like, you know, she's really put a lot of her relationship in the public eye, too. And, you know, and Carrie is definitely, you know, he can hang with that, you know, and I think a lot of people, um, you know, if they're married to someone that's very high profile, it can be difficult sometimes because, you know, maybe they don't necessarily want to be in the public eye. Maybe they want to, you know, uh, you know, not have to you know, be able to go out and maybe not, you know, have paparazzi following them. But, um, you know, Carrie and Pink are very, very well matched. You know, he was an athlete in the public eye. And so he kind of really understood the nuances of it. But, you know, they really love each other. They're really good parents, too. You know, they have two kids together and you can just, you know, they, they really prioritize their kids so they're they're a really good team 
and they're they're willing yeah. to be vulnerable with each other. Did you see the episode of Punked that she was on? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so I good. Enjoyed, I really enjoyed that one because at the end when she yells out to uh to uh oh who who is that host of that? Uh Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, she yells out, I'm single, Ashton. I hear you are too. <laughs> because her husband had 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 played a main role in punking her. Right. Uh, oh, and you know that was, that's the kind of relationship they have. That they have. I mean, yes. And now that they have kids, you see them. They're a little bit older now. They're not out partying every night. They're not out running up the town. You know, getting there. Even on social media, I don't see her going out at night. I mean, not that I would look for it anyway. Being that I'm old, you know. <laughs> It's true, though. You know, I think a lot of, you know, Pink Pink will be singing with her daughter on TikTok or, you know, kind of sharing little glimpses of her life. Um, you know, it's cool. You know, and she she even said at one point when she was, you know, she kind of took a break from recording. She was like, I was just a soccer mom. You know, I was just kind of I was helping doing bake sales, bringing the kids to and from school. You know, she really kind of took a break to be like, look, I'm just sort of a, you know, I'm a mom first and foremost. And then, you know, I'm going to come back to music when I want and I'm going to balance everything, um, you know, but she's really, she has her priorities straight. Do you have a favorite Pink song? Oh my gosh, that's so hard. She has so many good songs. Know. You know, I'm very partial to the record that a lot of people did not like, which is Try This. Um, it was a little more rock and roll, um, you know, Trouble, the song on there, I actually, I really like. Um, but I really like, you know, some of her, uh, you know, Dear Mr. President, I think that's such a beautiful mm-hmm. song. And, uh, you know, it's like, so what? I mean, how can you resist that, basically? Yeah. You know, like, you know, it's 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 hard because she's, you know, you forget how many high quality singles as well she's kind of um, put out as well in throughout her career. You know, like every, you know, you musicians have ebbs and flows and records that are, you know, eh, not as good. And she's had a couple of those, but she's really, really careful about making sure she's putting out um, records and singles that are high quality. So it's almost hard because, you know, to pick a favorite one because it's like, all right, well, th- today I really like this. Tomorrow, my picks will probably be totally different. So it's it's cool. It's it's, it's nice to have an artist that's, um, you know, it's like that. You, uh, you, like I mentioned the pictures in here, uh, was it, you've got hundreds, there's hundreds of photos yes. in here. And I was just wondering, was it, how hard was it determining which ones keep, stay and which, which ones uh, go out? Luckily, the nice thing about this book is that I was in charge of doing the text and then um, the publisher actually chose all the photos. And they have such a good eye in terms of knowing what makes sense and layout and things like that. Um, You know, I trust them implicitly. And so they, you know, they took kind of took cues from my text. You know, you can read and I mentioned, you know, well, here's her on the side of a hotel doing a performance, you know, on an award show so they can find photos of that. So that drove it a little bit. Um, but you know, she just has, you know, you, you could have chosen, you know, everything they chose was wonderful. There's so many others you could also choose just because she's so photogenic as well and colorful and fashionable. Like, you know, you mentioned her hair color, you know, she's just a very, um, you know, she's a very glamorous person and a very kind of like cool, you know, cool as a cucumber person. Like you, you almost, you know, only she could dress the way she does because she's so, um, unique and good at it. 
I didn't know she had a star on Hollywood Walk of yeah. Fame on the Hollywood Boulevard. Absolutely. Yeah. When when did that happen? I mean. Oh, geez, I'd have to look that up. I feel like it was recently. Let me take a oh. look here. Um, Pink Walk Hollywood Fame. So 2000, so 2019. Okay, so, so very recently. Yeah. yeah, very recently. Um, and I mean, so well-deserved, you know? I mean, even, uh, you know, just that's, you know, the best of the best get stars. And she definitely, um, you know, she definitely deserves one, which is cool. Have you met her? I've never met her. But, you know, I was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony last year and she presented there and she was fantastic and she sang there. And so, you know, I've, I've seen her at different things, but I've never actually met her. I would love to just because <laughs> she seems like so cool, too. Has she has she seen your book? I don't know. It's a very good question. I don't know. Um, you know, maybe I would think um, it's coming out in America next week, actually, believe it or not, July 11th. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe if she's touring, people will bring it around. I don't know. That'd be very cool. That would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. People bring it around. Buy it. Yeah, go to Amazon, pick it up, and then take it to the Pink concert. Do not throw it at her. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do not throw it on stage. That would hurt. <laughs> yes, indeed. I mean, we're having too much of that right now. I know. With, with the cell phones and uh, but people's ashes. I mean, okay. I, all right. I guess I, I get it. I don't know. No, I don't get it. But anyway. <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah, people need to, you know, you know, respect the musicians you know like they're they're there you know they're doing their job you know respect them at their place of work basically anything that about pink surprised you when you were doing a research that's a good question um you know a little bit about how you know when she was a teenager how she was you know already kind of singing and already you know in talent shows when she was like 9 years old and so she really had this voice that's really she was really a natural at it um you know she you know when she was in a band as well and so she just really had natural singing talent she was able to cultivate I actually didn't realize that she has a vineyard and she, you know, and like lives in California and like makes wine. And it's like this wine aficionado. I had no idea. And so that was very, very cool as well, um, just because it was very unexpected. Um, and, you know, I, you know, I just, be, I just, after like doing research and writing this, I just came away with so much more respect for her in the terms of how hard she works, how much she cares about. Uh, you know, every, every little inch of her career from her stage setup to what the, what the, you know, what the show experience is, um, you know, what song choices there are, you know, and she just is, she really gives her all. She really, um, you know, she wants to make sure that, Hey, if you're spending the money to come see me play, if you're making the time to do that, I want to make sure it's worth your while. Um, she really, she really cares about fans and she really has a lot of respect for them. And that really, really came through. And I really left my research being like, yeah, this is really, this is pretty great. This is really impressive. Fantastic. Well, the author's name is Annie Zaleski, and the book, which comes out next week or July 11th, is called Pink, Raise Your Glass. And Annie, I want to thank you for putting up with all the technical glitches <laughs> and being a light camera author tonight. Thank you so much. I've had worse. Not, not a problem at all. Thank you for having me.